0: Today's message is be encouraged. Okay, we need encouragement at this time. We know it's are hurricanes, the COVID-19, people are still protesting, and there are hurricanes and whatever developing, we out there. So this is a time where we need to be encouraged, and we need to encourage one another. So in other words, if... You know, when that, you know when your phone rings, it's like you don't even have to look at it. It's like you get that certain vibe, like, oh, Lord, I know who that is. I know who that is. Calling. And you look at your phone and say, you know what, I'm going to let it go to voicemail. I'll call them back later because I already know what he or she has going on in their mind. I know they have nothing positive to say. I know they have, all, they have something negative to say. At all times. It's nothing good. There's nothing encouraged. I'm like, why are you calling? You know, I don't, you know. And sometimes I have to do that with certain relatives. I look, I, I let it go to voicemail. Because I already know. I already know I work with a guy. Everything was negative. From, from, the, t- from the time we started work until we got back. It was something negative, and then he always had something say negative about his marriage. I'm like, oh, man. We're like, I don't want to hear that. We I don't want don't, to hear. Well, you know, my wife, she did something. I'm like, I'm like, we sitting in the truck, I'm like, I'm like I don't want to hear this. Right. So I was like, thank God for earphones, and thank God for these music apps I can go to and plug in. And I'm like, that's what I was just, plug in. Hey, here, plug my phone in. Here, my phone. Had the long had this long cord. So he'll, he'll plug into the cigarette lighter. Put my, put my earbuds on. Go to my, one of my music apps. Boom. There we go. So you know when that phone rings, a lot of times that person doesn't have any encouraging words to say. And let's go to Deuteronomy chapter number 31. And let's go to verse number 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who gives, who goes with you. He will never, he will not leave you nor forsake you. Um, Let's go down to verse number seven. Then Moses called Joshua and he said to him, in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage, for you must go with his people to the land which the Lord has sworn to, to their fathers to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. So when you have, um, it's good to be around people that's going to encourage you that's going to encourage you it, it doesn't matter um in in um doesn't matter what the situation you know uh, we we um just recently you know we needed some i needed some really really encouragement um because of the passing of my brother my baby brother uh in may and it was hard because of what happened um it was really hard for us and we really need encouragement. And I just didn't want to listen to anyone that was negative. I had to completely just block that out of my mind. I said, I, I don't have time for it because we're going through something right now. And it was very difficult for us, you know. And it's not over because now we have the holidays coming. And his birthday is like December 2nd. So right around that time, and it's still going to be hard for us. You know, It was it was hard for me. Um at that time, so you know, I got encouraging words from my wife, my mom, my dad, you know, um uh, my sister, so even I got another young brother um under me, so the one that passed was the baby of the family, so at that time, I really need some encouragement. I didn't need anyone that's gonna throw negative stuff at my my way, and I'm like, okay, listen, I'm not you no know, this no, I can't do it. I'll deal with you later, but I got to deal with this right now, you know. So that's why we need people in our lives that's going to encourage us at any time. And those are the people that you need because they'll pray with you. They'll stand in the gap with you. They're going to be there for you, you know. Those are the people that you need, you know. And and I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. Okay, sometimes it's not always family members. It's people that you met recently. It's other people that you own a job is your probably your next door neighbor. It's other people that you have met along the way. Those are the ones that are like um at this time like wow, I would love to have the support of my family, but you won't some a lot of I'm gonna tell you. 50, there's nine times out of ten you will not get it, right. so don't worry about it. Right. God is still there with you; Amen. He will never leave you forsake you. So He's still there with you. What does being encouraged means? To inspire with encouraged spirit or hope. Hardening, hardening She will. She was encouraged to continue by her early success. To attempt to persuade or to to. Per, to attempt to persuade, they encourage him to go back to school. So, you have people that's going to, you know, um, you have people that loved ones and, you know, um, and kids that you have met along the way that, you know, they just want to drop out of school, they want to give up. You know, and then that's where you come in, and that's what God put on your heart. And say, hey, you need to go speak to this person because this person is thinking about dropping out of school or just giving up, period. So when you come in and God and God begin to tell you what to say to that person, that's an encouragement to the person. Like, you know what? I don't need to quit. Yeah, I need to keep going because you never know. He, could, he or she could be the first person in that family to go off to college and graduate with a degree. So that sets the pace for the rest of the family. Say, listen, you can do it. You can, you can do anything that you put your mind to do. You know, so Matthew 5, verse number 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anyone to accept to be thrown out and tampered underfoot. You are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So you have some people that just come in, and it's just like they just light up this whole room. <laughs> they just light up the place with laughter and stuff. You have people like that. It's good to have laughter. You have you make oh what's going on and da da da, and the person coming in the room and they just light up the whole place because that's their personality. That's an encouragement to you. Say wow, they just come in here, they just Full of joy, they full of peace. What do, what is it that you're doing to have all this joy and peace? Because of the people that they have in their lives, you know. Even as pastors, even as pastors, we have certain people in our lives. That's that's a tremendous encouragement to us, and they're very they are, they're tremendous help to us in ways. We we call them, we get some advice. He said, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll send so-and-so over. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Wow. Let me call so-and-so and he'll get, in con- he'll, get in con- he'll get in contact with you and y'all set a date to when he can come over or when she can come over. I have no problem with that. Those are the people we need. Those are the people we need in our lives, you know, and uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse number 25. Let me go there. Galatians 5, 25. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be conceited, provoked one another, envy of one another. So you're going to have people. You're going to have people that's going to provoke you. They're going to be envy of you. And in the New Living Translation, it says it's like this. I like the way they put it. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit leading to every part of our lives. Verse 26. Let us us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So even in that, even in encouragement, you're going to have people that's They're gonna sound like they're encouraging to you, but at the same time, they're jealous of you. So they're jealous because of what you have and what they don't have. They see what you have. They see that, oh man, they got a nice house. Both of them work, uh, they have a good job. Husband and wife drive nice vehicles. The kids went off to college, they graduated, and they went on a scholarship. They went on a four-year scholarship. They didn't have no student loans. And that's, to me, that's a blessing. Anyway, so they look at what you have and trying to figure out, okay, well, why come I don't have that? I've been working hard. I've been doing this. But they don't see the other side of that. They don't see the other side where, okay, I've been tithing. I've been giving. That's why God has blessed us with this because we, we've done this first. So in order to get what we have, you have to do what we did so and i am not jealous of any other pastor. i'm like hey you know i and i, I know it took what they whatever they did to do whatever they the what what they things, the things that they have is because of what they did when God told them to sow a certain amount in the church or sow in somebody's lives they did it so uh uh there was this one bishop um that me and my wife knew really really well um he passed back in two nine, in two thousand nine and I, I literally I saw him on my own eyes how God blessed this man of God. I was like, this is. I'm scratching my head. I was scratching my head. I'm like, oh my gosh! But he was a giver. It's like he was a giver, you know. And you know he was a, he was an encouragement to me. He was an encouragement to me because I saw what he did. He opened the door for his wife. Closed the door. I said, Oh, cool. I said, okay. I said, well, that's something I could learn. I wasn't even married then. I was still in high school. So it was just, it was an encouragement to me to see how God blessed him. I said, Well, hey, you know, if God blessed him like that, I know he can bless me like that. You know, I wasn't jealous of him. I was like, Man, I'm like scratching my head. He said, You know, the, the, the church, he was a person, he was the type of person. He didn't like financing stuff too long. If he if he if he get a vehicle, I mean he it's paid off in a year or two. That's it. He, he, he's not trying to pay he, he, yeah, he'll do it for five years or six years or whatever, five years. That's what he do the loan for that. But he's like, no, no, no. I'm paying this off in, in, in two years. You know, so when they moved, when the church moved to a new building, he said, okay, we got a five-year plan. I got a, we got a five-year plan. We paying this building off in five years. The land and the building. And guess what? They paid it off in five years. See, that's an encouragement to people. Because some of the things that he did, I'm like, wow. You know, because what me and my wife, own, I don't like financing things too long. You know, you get a house, you know, that's an automatic 30-year mortgage. And you be trying to cut that down in 10. If I can cut it down in three, I'm happy. If I cut it down to three, I'm happy. So, what's wrong? i was saying, oh, I'm blessed, man. We ain't got no more mortgage, man. I got extra money now. I can do what I need. I go here, go there. I got, We got extra money now. We, our house is paid off. The car is paid off. So that's an encouragement to me. That's an encouragement to me. And I watch him over the years. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, he bought one house. Uh, the house that we're living in, that was paid off. So then he bought another house built that house from, from from the ground up, and I know that house was paid off in X amount of years, and then um, I heard they bought another house, uh, another part in, in, in a different county. Um, it was at a foreclosure, so he got a really good deal on it. So um, I can guarantee you, before he passed, I know that house was paid for. I know it was paid for. That's the type of person he was, and that's an encouragement to me as well. You know, you don't want to, um, yes, you have to finance for X amount of years, but you put your plan in a place say, listen, we're going to pay this off as soon as possible. I'm not messing around. I met another guy. He said, he, they bought him his wife bought an SUV. They paid that off in three years. He said, man, I had to. So that's an encouragement to me. So this is what I'm saying is we have to encourage one another. We want to be around people that's always encouraging. And a lot of times, it may not be that saved person. It may be that uncircumcised Philistine on the job. It may be your supervisor or your manager or someone that you work with. Say, wow, that man that man ain't saved, but he always got some encouraging words to say. Like, oh, no, no, don't man! No, listen. I know I know you I know with the forklift that you know it was acting up I saw it was jerking up and down and you you dropped the pallet don't worry about it we just we just let them know we just let maintenance know that hey there was a that there was a problem with the forklift this is not your fault just hey, just go grab another one We'll clean this mess up together and we'll write it down or whatever and we'll go back to work that's not, you know, wow, well, you, you know, you. it's not like, man, you saw that. You, you knew this thing was acting up. You know, you get those supervisors like that, you know, managers like that. And those are the ones you want to just want to slap. But anyway, you know, you don't want to lose your job. So you don't want to lose your job because, like, hey, I need my job. So anyway, so those are, that's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we need. I've had people that weren't saved encourage me. I am like wow. I said, okay, all right, cool. That's not that's not a problem. Okay, so how do you encourage a friend? Encourage your friend to keep keep up with the basics. Remind them to do the things like shower, exercise. The best way to do this is to offer to them to go on a walk with them or take or take them out for coffee, so they have to put a little effort into their appearance. So, you know, um, yeah. Hmm. Okay, and Proverbs chapter 17, verse number 17, a friend is a loyal, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in the time of need. So, You're gonna have loyal friends. You're gonna have loyal friends. And I'll I'll pull you to the side and say, listen, hey man, you stink. You smell. Yeah, but I wanna go talk to so-and-so. I said, okay, first of all, you gotta get your personal hygiene under control. First of all. Okay, now she can understand if you are, you know, your landscaper or your construction, you do something outside okay, and you sweat, she understands that. But when you present yourself to her or to him, you know, you don't want to smell, you don't want to smell bad. You know, um, uh, when we were staying down south and there was times I had to take the bus home and I got on the bus and I'm looking at everybody and say, okay, cool, you know, this young lady got on the bus and I'm saying, okay, all right. She lift her arm. I said, "Ooh, she got a cheer pet. <laughs> she got a cheer pet." Appearance is appearance. Is is is. It, you know, you have to encourage them. Say, "Listen, you take them out for coffee. You take them, <laughs> You could take them for go to Chick Fil A or something." Say, "Listen, I don't know if you notice, know but people on a job say you stink." I understand that you sweat a lot. Okay, if you sweat a lot, what you want to do is you want to bring yourself. A couple of extra shirts to change into, you know. You want to keep. You want to keep a fresh shirt on, you know. You need to find a way, you know. You got some people. They just, they just sweat. Period, you know. And I'm like, oh, you need to bring a change of clothes. You need to, you need to change your deodorant or something. You need to change something, you know, because you're trying to present yourself to her. And she's like, right, backing up. You stink. I mean, you know, can you? I mean, would you? Could you go home and 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 shower in some Mister Clean and then come back and talk to me? <laughs> Make sure you have a for breeze in it though, for you know, yeah, you know, appearance is, is appearance is is important because when you go on a job when you go on a job interview, your appearance when they look at you and they see you walking in, you know, nicely dressed and everything, it's okay, cool, okay, cool, yeah, and then. Um, you see the next person that comes in, uh, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, what in the world happened? You know, because people got tattoos all on their arms, their necks, their face. I am so sorry. I'm like, um, I'd be like, I, dude, I can't hire you. Right. Why? Yeah, you got the experience, man, but your tattoos, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. If you had, if you had one on your, on your, shoulder here. Or something on the back where nobody can see it, or on your leg where nobody can see it, that's fine. Or on your chest where nobody can see it, that's fine. But that there is, you know, I I, I can't do it because as a pastor, you know, we have certain certain things, you know, we we do, and they see that person with with um, they see the person in the front of the office with skull and cross crossbones on their on. Their on their on their on their arm, you're like, man, okay, what did they hire? Who did they hire here? Who who is this? You know? So appearance is very important. And so we have to encourage people um about their appearance. So it's it's not like, you know, you just walk outside and just, you know, you put anything on. Okay. So even here, even here at our church, you know, if um when it, you know as we um Oh, as the COVID-19 died down, people started to come back to church. You know, we're not going to have ladies come in here with tank tops on and stuff like that because the brother behind you may think about giving the life to Christ. And he looked at her like, "Wow, what did I come in here for? So same thing, you know, equal, opp- equal opportunity rebuke her. So with the men, you know what I mean? You can't come in here like you just coming from the gym. I'm like, dude, I like, we're going to have people placed at the door Say, say, um, sir, could you come with me? Ma'am, could you come with me? We got some clothes, but you. you can't go in there like that. I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm just sorry. Because the pastor gonna say something. He gonna say he gonna ask us why didn't we take care of this before you came into sanctuary? Because I will. Because I'm gonna be like I'm be like looking too, you know. So I have I'm we gonna have eyes and ears everywhere. So so um the next one I want to get to is what is positive encouragement when you help someone by offering positive words of support and approval. That's encouragement. Within the word encouragement, you will see the word courage, which means the, the ability to face danger and deal with it. So, um, Second Chronicles. Let's go to Second Chronicles. Chapter number 30. Let's go down to verse number 22. Okay. Where am I? Oh, I'm past it. Okay. And Hezekiah gave encouragement to all of the Levites who who taught the good knowledge of all of the Lord. And they ate throughout the they ate throughout the feast 7 days offering peace offerings and making confessions to the Lord God. Of their fathers, so Hezekiah he gave encouragement to all of the Levites who thought the good knowledge of the Lord. So even even in positive encouragement, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. You have to encourage yourself. Like, yeah, you know, you may be doing a project, man. Oh, I can't do it. No, I, oh. you start then you. You sit back, you say, well, let me, let me, take, let me take a five-minute break. Let me take a 10-minute break. And you look at it oh, man, I can do this. I can do all those things. I can do all things through Christ who sent to me. I can do it. The next thing you know, you say, okay, God, just give me the wisdom to put this together. Or to do this. And God will give you the wisdom. You're like, oh, man, I didn't know I can do that. So even in positive encouragement, God will, always, God will encourage you. Say, yeah, you can do it. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. You know, um, I got positive encouragement from my wife when I had to do the eulogy for my brother. I'm like, nah. I, at the time, I was like, my mind was, I was not even even in a frame of mind to do it because I got the news on a Friday. My dad and my sister asked me the next day on a on a call, and I'm like, ah, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I'm like, can can my auntie do it? No, no, no. We haven't asked her yet. But we know, can you want to do it? I'm like, oh. my wife's like, yeah, go ahead, yeah, you can do it, you can do it, go ahead. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I do it. That's positive encouragement. You know, um, it wasn't easy. It was hard. Um, it was it was hard and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I had to I had to, we had to travel 5 hours and I had to do the eulogy for my my brother. Which was which is very difficult for me, but I got pos- I got encouragement from my wife and my my dad and my, my sister. So yeah, okay, yeah, okay, you're gonna do it. Say so, yeah, I will do it. So that's positive. You you like so. There's gonna be times where, where positive encouragement. You may not get a fam- You may not get it from the family. You may get it from your next door neighbor or co workers or somebody else. You're gonna get it from. say, God will use anybody. He use anybody. So if he's trying to get a message to you, he'll use somebody that you work with. He'll use your next door neighbors. Hey, yeah, man. Hey, how you doing? Listen, let me talk to you for a minute. Listen. No, I was thinking, you know, da 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 da. You're like, oh wow, okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for the thank you. Thank you. Like, wow, you're like, where do those words come from? God will use anybody. He will use anybody to get some encouragement words to you when you need it. So, um, Lastly, here, is what does the Bible say about encouragement? And we're going to go to Psalms chapter number nine. And we're going to go to verse number nine. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. For the for for you, put their put. Excuse me. And those who know your name will put their trust in you, for you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Okay, and if we go down to Psalms chapter number thirty-four. to Psalms chapter number 34 and let's go to verse number 10. Let's go to verse number 10. Um, And the New Living Translation, it reads it like this. Every strong lion sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing so that's what the Bible says about um, encourage so I encourage you even though we know what we're dealing with we know what we're dealing with with the storms and the COVID-19 and other things that we're dealing with um, even you know sometimes we're dealing with little um, health issues in our bodies but I encourage you it's going to be okay you know it's gonna be okay. Continue to pray, continue to read the Word of God, and and when someone comes to you with some negative thoughts, or they just come to you, they just play. You know this person is just playing negative. You know you know when the phone rings. You know like, oh I shouldn't have answered that phone. I should have never answered. Them. Well well you answered the phone now, so now it's on you. So now you got to deal with it. So now life. Can sometimes throw a curveball in our directions that can leave us gasping for air. In, the, in these moments, we can easily allow hopelessness to grab our hearts, to grip our hearts. But the good news is, we can seek encouragement from the Lord. Let's journey together to learn more about the life of King David. And how he encouraged himself in the Lord during one during one to the most devastating experiences in his life. So we can learn from that. We can learn from King David how he encouraged himself during that time. And as, as he experienced something in his lifetime. So we don't ever want to give up. We don't ever want to give in. Because this is what we need at this time. You may have a family member that's dealing with some uh, medical issues in their body. That's a good time to encourage that person, male or female, boy or girl. Pray with them. You know, there's technologies you know, you may not be able to um, see them face to face but if you on Facebook, on uh, Facebook Messenger, you can if they if you accepted their request, you can video that person. You can see that person, da da da. You know, Apple, you can do the FaceTime. You know, so there's different ways you can do a Zoom. There's different, all this technology, is there's no reason why you can't, even though their person is, say, 800 miles away. You know, if, as a family member that's 800 miles away, you can still video that person and speak to that person over the phone, so, uh, over the phone. So it's and, and that's what you want to do because we need it at this time where you they, actually they need some encouraging words. You know, some people, some people just not encouragement at all. They just negative. So they just not encouragement at all. So never let a bad situation bring you in the worst Never let a bad situation bring out the worst in you. Choose to stay positive and be strong. Be strong person that God created you to be. So you want to be that positive person. You want to be that strong person um, that God have created you to be. Okay. And this is a quote by Oprah. Be thankful for what you have. And you'll end and you'll end up having more. If you... Okay, and if you... Okay, if you... Oops, sorry. Hmm. Be thankful for what you have and you end up having more. So yes, you just be thankful for what you have. Because yes, you will end up having more what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. So, that's um, um, that's a quote from her. So, you know, you want to be positive at all times. Um, you don't want to be negative. You know, um, just be careful what you say, you know, and how you say it. And even... Um, even when you lose a loved one or a good friend of the family or a neighbor, you know, those where you offer your condolences and everything. And I, and, and I have to pray and ask God every time that happens. And, you know, God, I just, just give me some words to say, just give me some encouraging words to say to the family, you know, at this time, because I know what they're going through. They're still grieving, um, and everything. And even, um, you're going to have these supervisors on a job that's very encouraging to you. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Let's let's go back and evaluate what happened so that um, this doesn't happen again. You know, and that's what you want. That's what you want. You want, you want to be that encouraging person. you like, hey, you want to be that person where they call. If something is going on, they say, listen, this is what's going on. Can you pray with me? That's your time to pray with that person. You're an encouraging person. You have some scriptures that they can read or some daily devotions that they can read as well to help them along the way. So I encourage encourage everyone here to be encouraged. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. With the protests and COVID-19 and the hurricanes that's going on, we're going to get through this. You know, it's, this is not the time to be panicking and freaking out. So, you know, this this is way if you family member call you panicking and freaking out say, hold on, hold hold, Just Calm down, calm down. What's going on? I, I, you you screaming I wanna you know, you screaming and I I don't know what you're saying. Let's calm down first. Calm down, then tell me what's going on. Because when they come to you like that, their their emotions are running so high. That's like they don't. The emotions are way up here. You're like, okay, you need to, you need to bring that down, bring your emotions down, bring it down, keep it. Okay, now tell me, you need to calm down. First, you got to get the person calm first. And well, as you get the person calm, the emotions come down. Then they can tell you. Then that's when you can go ahead and say, okay, well, let's pray about this. I'm gonna pray with you over the phone. We're gonna pray about it, and then. And we're going to get some wisdom and direction from God on what to do next. Because right now, you, your, your emotions are so high, if you react on your emotions, you're not going to get the results that you want to get. So that's even an encouragement to them. Say, oh, I, okay, I need to calm myself down, get myself together first before I start doing. And a lot of people, they, just, they don't think, they just react. And then they suffer the consequences afterwards. Oh, man, I should have never done that. Well, yeah, you should have never done that. I should have told you that. You should have never done that. So that's why you don't react first. You 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 got to calm down first and then let God begin to speak to you. As he began to speak to you, he began to tell you, okay, this is what you need to do. Now tell her or tell him this is what they need to do. That's encouragement. So, okay, that means he or she been listening to God this whole entire time. So that's... and. You don't forget. You're gonna have people that's always gonna be jealous of you. They're jealous because of the relation. They're jealous because of the marriage that you have. They're jealous because of the job that you have. Oh, I, we applied for the same job. How come they hired him and they didn't hire me? I don't know why they didn't hire you. What did you? I don't, I don't know what you said in the interview. I wasn't there. How did you dress? Uh, I came in there with a with the, uh I came in there, you know, in uh, um, jeans and a T-shirt and foot flops. Okay, well, you're interviewing at an office job for an office manager or whatever the case may be, and you walk in there in a T-shirt and jeans and foot flops in an interview. I wouldn't even hire you. I'm like, who? <laughs> I mean, you're going to be talking to different clients, and they, they look at you like, um, Who is this? I don't want this person to handle my account. I don't know who this is. He may try and steal money from me. So that's why appearance appearance is important wherever you go. So I just, you know, okay, I have work clothes around the house. Okay, that's around the house. Cutting the yard, washing the car. Okay. But when I go out in public, then I have to look a certain way. Because you never know who's watching you. You never know who's watching you. So that's why people say appearance is not important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So it's not like you don't want to have um you don't have like three foot of no hair. you do not have three foot of nose hairs coming out. Out of your hair, you know, out of your nose. You're like, oh, what is that? You know. So I encourage you, everyone, to be safe. I encourage you to read the word of God. I encourage you to pray. And with this 20, with this 21 day fast, you just pray and ask God what he wants you to fast. He'll tell you, and I can can truly tell you, you're going to be blessed by this, by the 21-day fast. Amen?